Uh, hi, welcome back to Let's Talk About It. As always, before we get into the content, I want to let you know that I'm not a licensed therapist and I'm only speaking from research and personal opinion. So, in this episode, we're going to be discussing the topic of marriage, and I think that I want to base that on the beginning, the middle, and the end. I'll get more into that later, but first, we have a special guest, so let me introduce our guest speaker for this episode. Um, It is my mother, Marcella Henderson. Uh, She's a surgical technologist at New Hanover Regional Medical Center. She has been married, of course, uh, and knows the ups and downs of relationships, She has given me and my sister lots of wonderful advice, and I hope she can give some of her knowledge to you guys as well. So welcome to the podcast, Mommy. How does it feel to be interviewed? Hey, Bianca. I am so excited. This is like the first time I've done a podcast, and I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Whatever comes that way. (laughs) Excited. Okay, so uh, let's start off. Okay, so as we both know, marriage is really not a joke. Um, It takes a lot of time, effort, and patience to steal yourself, I think, to spend the rest of your life with someone. Uh, Sometimes it works, and, you know, sometimes, a lot of the times, it doesn't. Uh, And sometimes there may be pressure from your spouse or even your own emotions that stops you from ending a bad or, you know, a loveless relationship. So uh, let's go ahead, and I think let's define marriage. So I went to Merriam-Webster, and Merriam-Webster defines marriage as the state of being united as spouses in a consensual and contractual relationship recognized by law. Uh, so that's a very, like, you know, technical thing, but I think that marriage is more of an agreement between two or more people. I'm not, like, leaving out polygamy, you know, just because. Who I don't know. I don't judge, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, we, not, we need to be, uh, you know. All-inclusive. Inclusive yeah. of other forms of relationships but uh that that i think it's an agreement between two or more people that they'll be together for as long as they can stand each other or as long as they respect each other i believe that i agree so like what's your personal definition of marriage well my uh personal definition is commitment um to another person um in whatever you know decisions or goals that i have with that person for the future I just know that I'm gonna count on them and they can count on me yeah that makes sense and uh, you know whatever choice that we make and how we form this relationship or commitment to each other you know very much give and take you know it is definitely 50% sometimes it's 70 30 (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) a lot of the time yes yes no but you know it's like it's a lot different than a regular relationship you know, marriage because like you're bound together for what seems to be a long long time so you know it's already a lot scarier i think yeah than usual. Uh, okay so we'll go ahead and we'll get into the main meat the big part mm. uh so let's start off with the beginning so i'm saying like the beginning because for some the beginning of a marriage can be bliss but for others it's stressful right from the get-go so, like, what do you think are some stresses about being married well, at the beginning? Well, I think that before you get married, you know, you definitely don't understand the, what's involved. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, there's a lot of details, small details, that when you are dating, you're like, oh, you know, I'll just work it out. It'll be okay. But then you get married and it's like, you know... A difference of idea between what bills are important or how the money is going to be managed um, how you're going to keep the kitchen organized yeah little things little things like per se let's say um, I leave sometimes the cabinet doors open yeah you know <laughs> is your husband or wife or whoever you know it's they're gonna be upset because you leave the cabinet doors open and especially like at the beginning it's cute but Yes. You know, after a while, it starts to get more and more annoying just because, yes. like with any relationship, but in a marriage, you really can't leave, so, or like, you feel like you can't leave, you know. Yes. Um, so, we'll go ahead and start off with some warning flags, I think, of a troubled marriage. I think that's a okay. good start. I think that's a good idea. Uh, and I'm getting my information from The Very Well Mind. It's a wonderful website, and I'll post the link in the description. 
So the first uh, warning flag is you can't agree on goals and values, which he pretty much just said. Uh, you know, I think when I'm thinking of goals and values, I'm thinking especially with, you know, children. Yes. Uh, how you want them to be raised or how you want them, you know, their religious experiences, uh, how you want them to experience, you know, family, you know, different things that, you know, you might not agree on when you're in a relationship, but when it comes down to having to make a hard decision, you know, not being able to agree on that is a big stress. Yes. And it's a, it could cause big troubles in, you know, a relationship. Yes. I agree with that. You know, um, you don't think about those little details when you're thinking about getting married, you know, and the reality happens when your children are born and even, even the food that you give your kids, the snacks (laughs) can become an issue. Yeah. Cause I know that you were like, when we were, when me and my sister were little, uh, you, Grandma, my grandmother would give us a ton of like unhealthy snacks, and of course we were happy. But <laughs> you really didn't like that. And I don't think Dad was too and concerned about it. True, and you know, even culturally speaking, me of you know I was born in Costa Rica, so I always had a wide range of tropical f- fruits. Yeah, yeah, you know? ex- exotic, and they were ripe. Yeah, because you could just get them right there. So. I never had to put sugar on them. But here in the South, you know, it's different. Get that old food. (laughs) (laughs) And let's say, you know, your grandma would, I would cut you guys uh, strawberries and your father and your grandma would like pour sugar on them, you know. Oh yeah, a ton of sugar. You know, and they they were just doing what they were accustomed to and it would just freak me out because I was like, no, the children don't need sugar. Okay, mom. Okay, go ahead. No. <laughs> but uh, so the second, you know, warning flag I think is fighting and throwing punches below the belt. Like, what does that mean to you? Well, um, sometimes you know, little things that your spouse might do can make you can hurt your feelings mm-hmm. and make you resentful. Yeah. And I think sometimes we human beings have a tendency of. I'm gonna make you hurt like you make me hurt. Yeah, revenge. It takes a lot of maturity to get to a point where you realize that that's what you want to do. Yeah. And that you shouldn't do it. And the problem is when you hurt somebody else's feelings, um, sometimes you can lose respect. Yeah, definitely. That's a big thing. And I think the, the losing of the respect is a major problem in a relationship yeah because you really need a mutual respect throughout the relationship for it to work because if you don't respect each other you know then you're not going to respect each other's decisions or you know anything like that and then that's where the 70 30 instead of the 50 yeah yeah you brought that up yeah because you know sometimes you have to pick your battles you know yeah sometimes a relationship is more important than the calendar being open yeah you know a lot of like when you're fighting, you know, especially when you're fighting, you really don't want to do low blows. And by low blows, I mean, like, bringing up something that, you know, the other person is insecure about or, you know, that the other person, you know, failed at or something, you know, yeah. and bringing that up as a, uh, I guess, as accentuating your argument, argument. Yeah. but, you know, you should leave that alone. And that's a big, big no-no. Yeah. Because that can really be hurt. Yeah, yeah, very, a lot of maturity. Yeah. Uh, so the next one uh, for a warning flag is fighting in front of your children. That's a really big one for me. That yeah. that is a very big deal. And um, speaking about my own daughter Bianca. Yeah, I fought in front of her. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> me and her father. No. <laughs> no, there. Um, I tried hard not to argue in front of my children. Um. But there were times, there were a couple of big fights that I had, and I remember Bianca being little. Yeah. She was very small, and I remember her looking up, and my ex-husband and I were screaming at each other. And I could see Bianca, I didn't notice that Bianca was standing there, and mm-hmm. she's a year and a half, two years old, and um, she was looking up at us with tears in her eyes. Mm-hmm. And 
even to this day, Bianca doesn't like people screaming. No, I really don't. <laughs> she really stressed me out. You know, I really didn't understand that. It didn't affect her older sister. That was three. Yeah, because she's me. No. No. <laughs> no, because it's a different personality. Yeah, because, you know, we're yeah. different people. But Bianca, it, I know that, that I will never forget the look in her eyes. And it, I think it can make a child insecure about life. Yeah. When they see their parents fighting because, you know, they're the two most important things that are supposed to hold you up. Yeah, and when when you see that crumbling in front of your eyes, then I think that makes a child afraid. Yeah, and insecure. I think even you know if you're fighting in front of your children, you don't think that it's hurting them. You know, they're you're like they're too young or something. Yeah. It mm-hmm. still it still does have a lasting effect. I think. Yeah. You know, I didn't even. I still have a thing about people yelling at me today, and I'm like, I don't know why I have that thing. Probably it's because Dad yelled at me, but <laughs> it's not that at all. <laughs> no, but yeah, so it's things that you do, and you know, you never want to hurt your kids, but sometimes it, you know, you can't really keep the. If you're fighting all the time, you know, it's really hard, especially yeah. if you have young children or children at all, to keep it, you know, to yourselves. Yeah. And even if you think you're, you know, you're never private in privacy with children. You know, That's correct. Children are everywhere. And even if you think you're, you know, arguing alone, they still hear you, you know. I have a lot of friends, you know, who's mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, parents fight in yeah. their room and stuff and you can hear it and they hate it. Yeah. This is just never a good thing. Uh, so another warning flag is that you are happier when your spouse is away. I think that's just, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, the... That's obvious, you know, like an obvious trouble, you know, warning flag. If you're happier without, you know, your spouse, then maybe you need to reevaluate, you know. Well, I this is what I think about that. Yeah. Um, I think that everyone should have their own space. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think that a husband, a wife shouldn't feel like the husband has to be there. Oh, yeah, no, like, you definitely know. not on top. I meant, like, uh... Yeah, but, uh, but, but, you know, like, oh, let's say the wife wants to go hang out with her friends and watch more. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. The, the husband wants to hang out with his buddies, you know, one night. That's perfectly fine. But let's say that the husband wants to go fishing every night. <laughs> yeah, that's... A, wait a minute, you can't <laughs> or, fish you know, every time, you know, every chance that you have to be together, they want to spend it apart. Yeah. That's a really that's a That's a big thing. You know, obviously, um, you know, obviously everybody needs space and boundaries. You know, you need to also... That's a big thing in there. You need to respect boundaries. Uh, because, you know... You don't want to be on top of the other person all the time, then they feel suffocated. But, you know, when it gets to the point that, you know, you're happy that, you know, the husband is working late all the time and you're happy that the wife is always gone, you know, then, like, it shows that, you know, there's something going wrong that you need to, you know, try and... You need to reevaluate. Yeah, you need to reevaluate, consider, you know, help, you know. So the next one is that you're getting physical or emotional ailments from being married. And by that, I mean, like, uh, you might start feeling bad or feeling, you know, nauseous. Maybe you're getting anxiety and, you know, depression from, you know, the stresses of being married because, you know, marriage is a big stress, but if it's so bad that you start to feel it, you know. Well, you know, your emotional well-being, you know, it, it will have an impact on you. Yeah. So let's say, you know, you are sad about your relationship. If it's not where you want it to be, you know, you might stop eating. Yeah. Um, you know, your immune system might go down. Yeah. Because um, stress does lower your immune system. It right? does lower your immune system. And, um, and you're speaking as a medical professional. Yes. My, yeah. And, you know, depression can lead to, you know, wanting to go out anymore. Yeah. You are oversleeping, overeating, maybe even undereating, no sleep. Yeah. You know, just very extremes. Yeah. That you don't want to. Yeah, stress. You know, your blood pressure might you might develop blood pressure. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's it will have a toll on your body. Too. And you know, if you're starting to feel like that at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, not even you know after a while, but if like fresh married, you know, or like you know, got a couple years maybe, you know, because you know, even a couple years is still pretty fresh you know but if you're starting to feel that you know then 
definitely help is needed or you know something's going wrong you know and also you know there's gonna be rough patches in a relationship yeah definitely but you know if it's something consistent (laughs) if it's like uh if it's you know there's always gonna be little fights and arguments that you know seem you know like you can get over it quick yeah. Or, like, there's going to be something that you guys disagree about, but in the end, you always come back together. But if there's something, you know, that's constant, consistently, you know, nagging on you or hurting you, you know, yeah. or really just, you know, doing something bad to you, then, you know, you yeah. need to, like, go and you need to consider talking to your spouse or talking about marriage counseling, getting outside help, professional help, yeah. you know, because... Yeah. Definitely, when you marry this person, you know, you definitely want to try and stay in a relationship with them for as long as you want. Yes. So, yes. Or as long as you want, you know, yeah, can, can deal with. Yeah. You know, you want to stay with them for a long time. Yeah. So, um, I also think this isn't a part of the um, warning flags. I think we've covered enough warning flags. But, you know, it's also hard being married young. Yes. You know, getting married, because I know you married at 20? I married 20 at was? 20 years old, yes. And you had Genesis at 20? I had Genesis when I was 22. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, even, there, there are people who get married, you know, at 18. Uh, people having, you know, kids right as soon as they get married, 18, you know, 19, being young parents. Um, it have getting married young and having these warning flags at the beginning of a young relationship and stuff is also really hard because you know you're still young you're still feeling it out and if you throw kids into the mix then the it's not about y'all anymore so you know the opportunity to get counseling grows further and further away or to get outside help because you can't really focus you know on the relationship if you're focusing on the kids yeah so i think relationships and marriage maturity yeah and also when you're 20 years old you know I am I was a different person at 25 yeah then I was at 20 yeah definitely and I like the maturity to stick to something to fight for something at 20 years old. yeah you know um and bringing children into the world, you know, another thing you don't realize is like, okay, you know, I had a, a baby with this person. That's going to be the father or the mother. You're, you're now connected to them you're forever. You're connected forever. This is not something where, oh, well, just it goes divorce. away. It doesn't yeah. go away. This is going to be their father or their mother. You know, it's fathers and mothers. You know, it's yeah. just going to be forever. So, you know, so, you really have to. I think determine if like with children yeah. if you want to have them with the person but if you have them you know the if you are having problems with in, in a young marriage you know with children then it you need to try a lot harder I think to get help yes and you yes. need to you know go the extra mile than those who are older and get married and maybe don't have children you know yeah but you know honestly it's a uh, it's even I think it's a lot more stressful too being young and married. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. And, you know, children are always affected by the bad, a bad marriage because, you know, they always notice. Yeah. Um, even if you don't think they do, like we said, they always are there. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we were little, little crawlies, creepy crawlies all over you. So <laughs> you can't get away from us. No, and that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but it does take a lot of responsibility and maturity. Yeah, you have to have come to a mature point in your relationship in order, you know, to advance to the next level of yes. with having children because, you know, then it's not about y'all anymore. You need no. to get to a stable point. And it's hard, I think, as a young person because, like, when I got married, I never realized how many stages of life I was skipping. Yeah. And there are some things that you should be able to experience. Yeah. And I skipped that and I wasn't resentful but there are people that are resentful that they were not able to experience you know or do young adult things without the responsibility of a husband and children Mm -hmm. and then let's say your marriage doesn't work anymore and you realize that oh my god 
you know. I feel like I've wasted my life on this. Yeah, yeah well, not, not necessarily on your children. But no, you, but on the marriage. Yeah, but you realize what you skipped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes people are like, you know what, well, I'm going to catch up now. And <laughs> yeah, and then they go super crazy, and it's it, like, oh, no. Yeah, and then the children suffer. Because yeah, because I think that kind of happened with my dad. But I don't know if that was because he middle midlife crisis or. Not. I think it was. It was a mixture. It was a mixture. I, I think, think some of it was his midlife crisis. I think some of it was because you know he never really did much because he worked when he was young. Yes. And then he got married, and then you know he's left with all this alone time. Yes. So he goes into hyperdrive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's better now though. <laughs> he has he has finally matured. Yeah, he, he's, he's got a lot better now though. But you know. uh even though it's, you know, really stressful for young adults and stuff to be in a relationship, even if you're an adult and you have your own income and, you know, you're stable, you yeah. know, financially, yeah. it, it, you can still be really depressed or anxious when dealing with, you know, a marriage. And the thought that a marriage may fail is scary enough already. Yeah. You know, so that might, you know, really hurt you if you feel like you need to leave a relationship. Because yeah. like I said, you know, feelings of guilt. Yeah. You no. Know, but we'll, we'll address those later then. Okay. Right. You know, I'm just saying, even adults that aren't, you know, are at a good place in their yeah. life financially, um, you know, they can still experience all the depression and anxiety, you know, that comes with it. Yes. So, uh, I want to go ahead and say that if you see these signs, then I would say seek marriage counseling as soon as you can. Uh, especially if they are reoccurring and more than one of these signs is appearing, you know, yeah. uh, medical, medical professionals can help both of you work through emotional problems in the relationship. Yes. Sometimes through though, the problems get worse and you get to what I call the middle of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So the middle of the relationship to me is when the fighting and arguing is at a peak, mm-hmm. uh, marriage counseling isn't working, uh, you know, anything nothing is working anymore you feel like you know you're not in love with the person anymore it's just failing hard and each spouse is having a harder and harder time connecting with each other Mm -hmm. uh and this is the time you know when you start to realize that the relationship either needs to end or that it's going to end you know so uh when did you realize that you know it was time to end it um I think I think I realized that when we were having communication problems. Yeah. Um, and I think that when the fighting started and we started going to counseling, I wanted to go to counseling. Mm-hmm. Your daddy didn't. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a, lot him. Of, a lot of men don't want to go to counseling. No, so that's not abnormal. That's completely normal. But I think you know I, the aspect of counseling mm-hmm. can you know it's kind of daunting. Yeah, just because you know a lot of people see like counselors and stuff as like for crazy people. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like I'm not the crazy person. This relationship is fine. We don't need to do it. You know, but sometimes guys don't, you know, they're like, well, there's nothing wrong with me. So yeah, both, you know, like sometimes when you don't want to accept your faults in a relationship, either, you know, guys or girls, they don't want to hear, they don't want to hear that, you know, either something they're doing is a problem or that the relationship, you know, that they put so much, you know, you both put a lot of work into it. Yeah. You know, that it's failing. So that's hard to, yeah. Yeah, that always, you know, kind of hurt a little bit. But, yeah, I think that when the when we started to lose respect for one another. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of resentment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kills love. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but the lack of respect, I think, is what... I think what? it's the glue, pretty much. That yeah. That's the, when I realized that, you know what, I need to do something about this. And I was getting physically sick. Yeah. And emotionally, I was down. And I, know, I knew that I need to be okay for my children. So I needed to do something about it before 
I got depressed. Yeah, before it started affecting, you know, yeah. even affecting us more, Yeah, you know, than yeah. we already experienced. Yeah, and I didn't, I did not want to raise y'all with parents that screamed at each other yeah. for years on end. I just didn't want to do that. So, but, yep, I think it was with the, when the lack of respect started. It's when I was like, okay, I got to do something about this. Yeah, so, um, we'll go ahead and we'll go into a website that I found, uh, Psychology Today, and they published an article on the six signals that you need to see, and you, no, it's pretty much the six signals that you need to divorce. Okay. You know, pretty much that. Uh, so, I'll go through a couple of them. Some of them are just really uncomfortable for me to discuss with you, like, yeah. lack of sex and I was like I don't want to talk about that no but uh we could have made that for right now I don't want to do that one so I just chose a couple of them I just chose a couple of them well of course you know I'm a virgin yeah yeah you've never been touched okay Mary but you know uh I'll just go through a couple that I found and I want to go ahead and start off this section with a quote okay uh, marriages don't break, they erode over time. Uh, each time a sarcastic or hurtful remark goes without repair or apology, some of the bond that holds a couple together washes away. I think that, you know, I think that's really a, a really good quote just because yeah. it really doesn't, you know, break. No. There's no, it's not a breaking point. It's thing. just a slow uh, regression. Yeah. Of feelings, yeah, you know what I, I mean. It's it slowly happens, and you know it happens in just regular relationships, not mm-hmm. even in marriage. But you know, it's it's a lot. You feel a lot more, I think, in a marriage because it's a legal thing. Yeah, unless you're doing a, you know, just a un like undocumented thing. But a lot of people yeah. go through marriage, you know, the legal way, the whole wedding, yeah, the whole s- contract, you know, yeah. dividing this stuff up. So you know, it's a lot more on the table yeah than just breaking up with someone so yeah i agree i agree with that so the first signal that i chose was there's no conflict resolution Mm. uh couples who have not evolved a way to resolve differences without injury to the relationship end up avoiding disagreement and conflict so pretty much like i think this means that you haven't figured out a way to amicably end a conflict Mm -hmm. or uh resolve the conflict in general like if you are having a fight over something you haven't come to a resolution and you still don't come to a resolution yes you think that's i think that's true yeah um i think sometimes because of pride you know we human beings tend to have a hard time saying i'm sorry yeah definitely (laughs) definitely and sometimes we might be afraid to deal with the problem yeah so you run away. Sometimes you just want to get it past you, yeah. but you have to really. But if it's something that really bothers you, it's going to be in there and it's going to fester, you know, yeah. and it's just going to eventually will come out. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, or even if you forget about it later on, but the feeling of resentment is a big, you know, or disappointment is going to be there and it's going to come back. And that always, you know, yeah. that that's something that helps to erode away the relationship. So, and I have to say that I had that problem. That, um... But, you know, definitely the feelings of resentment, I think, is a really big, it's, big problem in a relationship. Yeah. yeah, and I think if you don't, if you're not mature enough to realize that you're going to have to come back and talk about the problem yeah. and deal with it, then you're gonna have problems. That big problem. Your communication is is gonna hurt you. So the next one that I chose was emotional disengagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, this means willing discussion of feelings, uh, one's own feelings and the other's feelings are apart. Uh, interest in the emotional life of the others and empathetic engagement. You just you know you start lacking in it. Yeah. Like uh, you don't want to connect with the other one, or you're starting to like you know not talk with them, not share your feelings with them, you know, just lack of, you know, an emotional connection. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that can happen. I, uh, I think you become guarded. Yeah. And, you know, you are afraid or 
that that person's gonna hurt your feelings again and you shut down yeah definitely you shut down especially if like you know we previously previously said uh when you're fighting yes hitting below the belt i think that brings your guard up more yeah so instead of you know being open and feeling you can talk with this person you're starting to feel like what are they gonna say next you know so after you lose the respect you lose trust Mm -hmm. you know and and you don't you feel like this person is trying to hurt you yeah doesn't love you anymore so you're like "Mm, i don't feel like sharing my feelings Mm -hmm. i don't feel like sharing you know what's going on with me because i'm not gonna let this person hurt me anymore yeah or you're just being like i'm not gonna tell them if they're not gonna tell me and then it just snowballs into like no not talking to each other anymore so and that's that's when you need maturity and also you need uh counseling yeah definitely to help you recognize that moment when you're like oh you know this is not the time for me to get guarded this is the time for me to talk about it yeah, it's definitely, you know, if you feel like, you know, either the other person isn't being mature enough or you're not even being mature, mature yeah. enough and you can't recognize it, then, you know, you might need to ask some other people, like, you know, what they see, maybe. Yeah. or And then, you know, just think about whether you need counseling based on that. But I have to say, and I, I know this is, people get bored of hearing this, but communication. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's very important uh, being able to express your feelings with somebody is key mm-hmm. and if you have an issue with being able to do that you have to work on it yeah you have to work on it it needs work a lot of work yeah. marriage is a piece of work it is a piece, it of, is work. A piece of work <laughs> it's like a big piece of work <laughs> it's one piece of work okay so the next signal is disaffection uh it's pretty much the same as emotional disengagement mm-hmm. except you're losing your affection yeah. You know, you're losing those feelings of love. You know, emotional disengagement, I guess I didn't word it correctly, but, you know, it's pretty much when, even if you might feel the same way, you're starting to withdraw a bit. Yes. You know, from letting the other person know, and like we were talking about. Um, but disaffection is when you start losing, mm-hmm. you know, the feelings that you previously had for, for them. So yeah. that's, you know, I think another big thing because marriage is just, you know, some people do marriage, I guess, for like the taxes. But you know, like, but some people might say that some people do it for the taxes. But you know, a lot of times uh, in a lot of relationships, they do it because they love each other, you know, and they want to spend a long time together. Mm-hmm. So when you lose the affection you have for each other, yeah, you know, then it's really hard to. Yeah. It's hard to stay in a relate in a marriage with someone you don't regard as like romantically. You yes, know, that's right. Um, it's it's hard. It's hard to be. In any type of relationship with someone you really love. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if you say it's for the taxes. <laughs> yeah, even for the taxes. It's but still, there has to be some love. There has to be something. To live with someone. To be able to cohabitate with somebody and not kill them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> when the things get on your nerves. You have to at least tolerate them <laughs> Yes. As well. And when the tolerance leaves, yes. you, know, you gotta, you gotta get out of there. That's it. <laughs> Uh, and so the last uh, signal that I chose was increased focus outside of the marriage. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's when you pour yourself into either like, you know, furthering your career because your marriage isn't working uh, or you work late every night. So you don't spend a lot of time with your spouse or you pour your time into your children. So you don't have to think about the marriage, you know. Uh, and also when you do this, you know, the possibility of an affair Yes. It's even even larger, and yes. I mean, I know you didn't experience no an I affair. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I mean, unless you're hiding. I did not, but uh, I have to say that there are moments when you know your self esteem might be low. Yeah, and you start to think, well, maybe the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, you know, or maybe another person besides your husband is giving you more attention like a co-worker is being yes. really nice to you and being kind to you and yeah. then you're like yeah. what's the point of dealing with this bozo at home yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's it's a moment where you're very vulnerable yeah yeah very mo- vulnerable emotionally and you know if you're not careful things can happen definitely yeah, yeah. and you know um it's also a big thing, a big signal that you need to divorce when you start focusing outside of the marriage. Because although, you know, of course, 
focusing on your job or, you know, doing your job well is normal. Uh, raising your children is normal. But when you go to the point where you do it so you don't have to uh, talk with your spouse yeah. or so, you know, you don't have to think about your relationship, yeah. then that's a big problem because, yeah. you know, then you're just using the others as an escape. Mm-hmm. And you really don't want to escape the relationship because, you know, mm-hmm. what's the point of being in it if you're trying to escape it? Yeah, that's the thing. I I totally agree. You, you know, you just kind of run away. Yeah, so you wish that he was gone. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you want to run away, then you know what's the point of staying in it? And that's what I'm, that's the big signal that I saw because, yeah. like, you know, what I just said. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're experiencing these signs, then you probably already realize that the marriage is coming to an end. Or, you know, you may already be in the process of getting a divorce. And the process of getting a divorce is long and arduous for if you're not doing it amicably. You know, if you have stuff to separate and you have to, you know, divvy up everything. You know, it can be long and it can be stressful, especially if, you know, the partners or the spouses, one spouse doesn't want to get divorced or a spouse has bad feelings towards the other and they're trying to, you know, I don't know, be mean to them or something, then that makes it even longer and it's expensive, you know. So I'm not going to go and talk about all of the aspects of divorce just because that's too long. But I think let's go ahead and talk about the end, you know, which I think the end of a marriage is divorce. Yes. So Uh, I just (laughs) give like three, you know, bullet points. Okay. About like you know, what you gotta pretty much, I think, uh, uh, do in preparation. Yeah, pre- prepare for it. Okay. So, um, pretty much, I got my information from the Today Show, mm-hmm. not like the show itself, but the website. <laughs> okay. uh, and it was an article how to get divorced, how to get divorced. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to go ahead and say in a marriage Mm. you never want to stay together just because you have kids no no (laughs) you know that especially well i know that especially well like i mean of course you want to have a good marriage and you want to try to work your marriage out for your children but if it's not going well and you know it's not going well there's no point in staying well and you know you want to give your children a stable home that's everybody's goal for their kids you know yeah and if the situations with your father might have been different, mm-hmm. I might would have attempted to stay. Yeah. But now, Bianca, you know, you went through stages, you and your sister, of wanting to have that home. Yeah. Wanting to have your mom and dad together, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but that was when you were younger. Now that you're older. Yeah. You're 19. Yeah, definitely. I can give my own side. You can give as a child. Side. As a like, as how have you evolution through the whole situation of your parents' divorce? Well, you know, I think at first I wanted y'all to get back together just because, like, you know, you see all the other other kids with mommies and daddies, mm-hmm. and no, well, actually, not that much lately. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's rare to see people with both mm-hmm. parents, but you but know, you, that's you the see feeling it more of like, like a like a grown up. Yeah, you can see it now. Yeah, but you see people with their moms or their dads, mm-hmm. and, or you know, I love you and I love dad. Yeah. Why aren't y'all together? Yes. You know, I love you both. Yeah. So like, you know, what's the problem? <laughs> what's the, it's the issue. <laughs> but I think that now that uh, as I got older, mm-hmm. and especially it's especially wonderful that you guys uh, separated when I was little. Yeah. So I didn't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. So I m- m- minimized the um, the pain. The pain for me. But, uh, you know, I think that now as I got older and I'm an adult, an adult, no, <laughs> but, you know, as I can see it now, you know, you both are, I love you both, but you both are very different people. So I love you for different reasons. Yeah. You know, so just because I love you both mm-hmm. doesn't mean that, you know, it goes together <laughs> like oil and water. It doesn't mix. Then <laughs> now you can see. So that. I like y'all separately. And I would like y'all together because I can see where there would be strife and mm-hmm. uh, pain <laughs> when y'all are together. Yes. <laughs> well, me and your dad like to work. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> but I think, you know, as a child mm-hmm. from uh, a mm-hmm. divorce, mm-hmm. 
I, I really appreciated y'all separating at a, for me at a young age mm-hmm. just because I didn't remember it so you know but when you do it when they're older you know when they can remember it I think there's going to be a lot more resentment yeah. from the children because you know obviously you don't understand and if you parade around like it's going well and stuff and I'm not yeah. saying you know you should scream at the kids all the time about your father hates me no, no. Oh, yeah. but you know like if you parade like it's going well and then all of a sudden you leave each other the yeah. kids are going to be resentful like oh they're probably you know doing something else yeah so you know i think that's a big thing okay. um okay so let's talk about divorce divorce wonderful always a great topic right. <laughs> <laughs> good topic yes uh so i think the first step in getting a divorce is a lawyer that is correct i think a lawyer is uh because you know there's always uh divorces where people want to handle it themselves but unless it's like a divorce you got where it's like uh what was it called I, well, my divorce, uh, there are two, I'm not an expert, <laughs> but this, <laughs> is an expert I, this. this is what I have learned from my situation and my friends. Yeah. Um, I wanted an uncontested divorce, yeah. which is, uh, is I'm not going to ask for half of my spouse's belongings or mm-hmm. properties, um, and I'm not going to ask for alimony. Mm-hmm. Alimony is like money that can be paid to me to help me move on, uh, start a new life. Start a new life. Um, I also had an agreement with him. I had spoke with him about uh, child um, custody, the child custody. And we agreed that we could work it out amongst ourselves. Yes. We didn't have to bring any kind of legal situation in play. Mm-hmm. And the first requirement is that you be separated from your spouse. The separation doesn't have to be in a totally different house, mm-hmm. but it's more of a physical. Yeah. Yeah. And there should be no intimacy. Yeah. For a year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, you file papers with your lawyer. Your lawyer takes the papers to court, mm-hmm. and you have a court day. And lawyer, I mean the judge will grant you a divorce. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, you know, you didn't have to go through all the hoops, and both of you pretty much were just like, we don't want to, we don't yeah. want to stress out over this. Let's just Correct. get it over, yeah. and we can figure yeah. out the rest. Now, when you, when you know some people are in. Um, people are entitled yeah. to their parts, you know, and if it's a marriage that's been together for a long time, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely the spouse, you know, deserves mm-hmm. um, part of the, the belongings, part of the properties, you know, because they did that together. Yeah. But you don't have to if that's not your choice. If you don't want to, then. You if know, you just want to leave it, you know, you don't have to no. have to do it. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think that your situation is a rare one, you know, very much so, because a lot of times divorces are so messy. Yes. And I'm not saying y'all's was not messy, but, you know, it was a cleaner one than all the mudslinging and uh, fighting of a regular one, especially, you know, over children, over property, over who gets what, what's the price of this, you know. Uh, So... If you do want to do it yourself, you at least you at least need to consult a lawyer at least once. Yes. You know, because you want to go ahead and get everything in order, what you need to do, yes. you know. Uh, but I would really recommend just getting a lawyer just to help you throughout the whole process because it is a long and legal process. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, you got to go to the court, and you, first of all, and you got to get, uh, you know pretty much a list of what you need, what paperwork and documents you need to have. And then you got to collect all those documents and give it to your lawyer. And then your lawyer will, you know, organize them and fill out the proper paperwork for them. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of legal stuff that, you know, you might not be able to do, but you can always, if you want to just do it yourself, uh, pay a low fine to a paralegal or a lawyer to uh, fill out your paperwork for you. There's also um, organizations or uh, lawyers that will do a the divorce paperwork for free, pro yeah. bono. That's something that if someone cannot afford it, they can look into that. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And I knew when I decided to get divorced that I had to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had thought about staying home for the kids, you know, but I, when I came to the realization after the counseling, mm-hmm. you know, that my best solution was to leave. To, yeah, to leave. Was to separate. Yeah, was to separate. Um, it was not easy mm-hmm. emotionally because even even though you need to get divorced because the relationship is not going to work out mm-hmm. and it's the best for everybody you have been with that person for have been with your father for nine years yeah you are accustomed to that person definitely you definitely. have a you know you've had a life with that person mm-hmm. and when you leave even though you need the divorce it still hurts yeah and it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a while but it's necessary in some instances maybe you can just do counseling but if you have to do it you know just be you don't have a choice yeah you just yeah it's gonna hurt and you know you have to steal yourself ready yourself ready yourself and and, and uh, get help yeah definitely help is really needed Yes. Uh, so I've already said that you need documentation and I think that's my second point but the third point may, mo- mostly is uh, that you have to put a price on everything when you're separating mm-hmm. uh, you know everything that's significant that you brought into the marriage mm-hmm. uh, you gotta put a price on cars, houses, all that which takes a long time because mm-hmm. you gotta document it all yeah. uh, then deciding on child custody and visitation rights mm-hmm. I know are especially uh stressful mm-hmm. and uh you know it can be really hurtful especially making a child choose mm-hmm. who they want to go with you know yeah. what they want to do and uh in some cases the parents you know lose all custody rights mm-hmm. uh and can't see their children so you know it's just it's very rough but that's not a reason to stop to, st- to you know stay yeah. you know because sometimes it's just you yeah. just need to go so you've already outlined some of the feelings that you have when you divorce sadness Mm -hmm. uh you know um you might feel pretty much you feel relieved i think after the whole process that it's over the process is over but you'll still feel sad that the relationship ended you know um you'll feel guilty yeah even because you're like oh i left this other person out to dry and and you also worry about your kids yeah how they're gonna feel like you know did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why uh, therapy is very important to kind of help you understand, you know, your choices that you made and how to deal with it, how to talk to your kids about it, how to, you know, how to start a new life. Yeah. You know, have some guidance through that. Definitely. Um, so... Let's go ahead, now that we're, I think we finished uh, the end of divorce, um, I'm going to, of course, link in the description, the website that I used, so if you do want to see the whole process uh, and pretty much what you need to do, then you have the place where you can go. Um, but let's go ahead and just do a recap of the whole you know, episode um, and talk about how anxiety and depression is you know, prevalent throughout this whole process, mm-hmm. you know, this whole, uh, thing. Yeah. So I went and wrote some bullet points. I love my bullet points. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, you get really an- anxious and depressed when you're trying to fix the relationship. Uh, the children may experience the fighting, you know, which gives them anxiety mm-hmm. and it can cause depression in them because, you know, it's a, like, it's a really, household that's erupting you know not stable Mm -hmm. so uh, realizing that you can't do anything to save the relationship gives you like you know feeling of hopelessness Mm -hmm. so that causes to you know your anxiety and your depression Uh, getting a divorce is stressful to both adults and the children as I've already said because you know it's stressful to the adults because you know um you're leaving this person that you spent so long with. Mm-hmm. You're having to start again fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even go, even don't want to even consider the dating scene at first, but mm-hmm. then, you know, you might want to go back to it. You have yeah. to consider, you know, if yeah. you do want to date again, if you are willing to get married again. 
Um, and then it's stressful for the children because it's a new situation for the children. Yes. yes. You know, always new things are hard to uh, go through. Yes. Um, you know, and they have to get used to things and there might be resentment towards the parents or towards a specific parent even. Um, you know, so it's just, it's hard for both parties and that a lot of it can cause anxiety and depression, which, you know, you need counseling if it gets to the point where, you know, you are thinking about it and you're so anxious and you're so depressed, you know, counseling is really a big asset and it doesn't mean that, you know, you have mental problems or anything. It just means that everybody needs help sometimes. And get the help from the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Start off early if yeah. you see the, any of the signs I talked about. Do not wait until the last minute. Start from the beginning because you're going to need help and you're going to need guidance. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, in closing, Mom, can you give some advice to those who are going through relationship problems or a divorce? Sure. Um, many times in a relationship, you think that the other person is the whole problem of the relationship. And I learned in mind that it's a 50-50 thing. Yeah. Even even if there is some circumstances that yeah. are special to that relationship, um, there are things that can make that situation even worse. Yeah. Um, I think that communication you have to either try to communicate or learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, counseling. 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 Yeah. Can't say Therapy. enough counseling. I cannot say enough how, because you need that guidance from somebody to show you how to talk to, to your spouse. Having someone understand you yes. know, you and going through your situation, giving yes. you that extra insight yes. you know, can really help out. And Sometimes marriage is 70-30. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's 70-30. I mean, there are days that might be 50-50. And there are days that it's 70-30. And there's going to be patches that are rough. Yeah. yeah. And But if you can communicate, you mm-hmm. can get through it. Communicate and I think respect. Yes. The respect, definitely. Mm-hmm. You lose respect, you lose everything. Um, you lose trust. You lose the love for the person. Yeah, so, that, that's, that's it. That's my recommendation. Alrighty. Uh, so thank you for doing this with me. You're going welcome. on this journey with me. You're welcome. Doc. Now let's talk about your sex life. No, journey. <laughs> <laughs> let's not no. do that. <laughs> I'm a virgin. No, yes, you are. She is a virgin birth. Uh, but anyways, so thanks again, mom, for being a part of this. Um, and thank you guys for listening. And let's talk again next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.